0: Welcome, 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 everybody, to Opportunity Knocks, the podcast that we're calling for small business owners, entrepreneurs, hustlers, people who just want to go out of their way to make a difference in the lives of other people and benefit from the opportunities that life presents to each and every one of us. Today, my name, by the way, my name is Dean Miller. I'm your host. I've forgotten to introduce myself probably four of the 10 <laughs> times we've done this. This is new for all of us. Right. Uh, today's guest is a guy who's become a very good friend of mine and an incredibly trusted resource. Uh, He is the author of a book called The Mind Stretch, Amazon Bestseller, Uh, 49 Inspiring Insights for Business Breakthroughs. Uh, He's the owner of a company out here on Long Island, Online Marketing Muscle. He's an author. He's a musician. He's a husband. He's a dad. He's all things entrepreneurial. He's a difference maker. Uh, And he's a guy who's put me in a position to not only benefit from so many opportunities, but to give up on some opportunities, which is not necessarily a bad idea sometimes. Ladies and gentlemen, I want to introduce you to my good friend, Dean Mercado. Dean, thank you so much for coming in and joining us today.
1: Thanks, Dean. Hey, folks. Good to be here with you. So,
0: Dean, I want to touch on a wealth of subjects. We'll probably fall down the rabbit hole a couple of times, but I really want to expose... My audience to who you are and what you do, sure, and where you've brought me such great value over the years that we've been working together. Dean sure. is actually a business consultant coach as well. Uh, full disclosure: I am a paying client and willingly write that check every single month because he brings me such incredible value Thank um, you. during during our weekly meetings. So Dean, let's let's start here. Talk to me.
1: Tell me what uh, what what is online marketing muscle? Sure, online marketing muscle is a marketing automation agency. Essentially what we do is we help take small businesses and we bring them into the online space. And then once we're, we take them to the online space, we teach them how to really connect and personalize their connection with their audience. Okay. Right, so
0: so when we talk about more, so so you you do websites. Yes, we do you do, you do websites. All the SEO, you do absolutely. all the development mm-hmm. and the maintenance of the sites. And when we talk about automation, let's go down that path of sure. of Infusionsoft, absolutely, CR, CRMs in general. But Infusionsoft is the one that we've we've been working on, uh, and that you're a certified partner with Infusionsoft as well. Full disclosure, sure. Um, and it is probably one of the most powerful CRM database systems I've ever worked Absolutely. with. Mm-hmm. It's also one of the most challenging from an entrepreneurial standpoint for the, the manager operator of a company right. to really master. Right, right. So what, what got you into that world that says, this is, this is one of the niches I'm going to own? And help people avoid that confusion that came along with such a complex but powerful
1: system. Right. Rabbit hole number one. Yep. Yep. (laughs) And Dean and I can get on many of those. Uh, This goes back way, way back. Uh, I came out of uh, big time corporate America with a love and a passion for things like technology, things like uh, marketing and sales, things like leadership. And for a long time, uh, I was looking for. The, that kind of a solution for my own business that could help me kind of stay lean and mean and automate some redundant, ridiculous tasks, okay. as opposed to continuing to hire and hire and hire. Uh, so I got turned on to what was then called Infusionsoft. Now the company's called Keep, Keep. Uh, by a mentor of mine named Dan Kennedy. And this is going back in 2009 or so. And so you know, Dan's one of those guys. If Dan says, go do this, you go do this. Tend to go do it, that's yeah. Right. So, so my wife was my business partner and I took the plunge. We jumped in and we, we grabbed hold of the product and we started checking it out. Back then uh, they gave you a whole like 15 minute onboarding. Mm-hmm. So it's like, here's the software folks. Ready, no. set, go. <laughs> you know? Right. And it was like my wife and I just, huh? You know, oh, um, what are we supposed to do now? Yeah. So, um, so yes, we we held on to the product and kind of fought our way for many years to try and figure the damn thing out. And we were making some things happen, but back then the product was really in a rudimentary stage. Okay. So we saw the potential low. My master's degree to add another layer to this was in kind of total quality management. It's okay. all about taking companies apart and putting them back together better. So the concept of automation really intrigued me. As well as being a little bit of a tech buff, it really kind of intrigued me. It doesn't hurt, right? It doesn't hurt. So we we held on to the product despite several years of anguish and pain with it. And I'm being completely clear, I am a partner with them. But But the product that that was that partnership evolved over the years. Absolutely. In the beginning, we weren't. We were just users of the product. And then as, as the product continued to evolve and we continued to evolve as business owners and as uh, just people who could put together better better operational systems in our company. We started to see the light more and more and more and more. Okay. So then it got to the point where we're like, okay, we got to start bringing this to the masses. So essentially I became what was kind of like an affiliate partner in the beginning. Beginning is back in 2014. Okay. Where we finally started, really started embracing the product. And then in 2015, we said, you know what? We're going after the certification. But before I did that, I got on a plane and I had to go out and meet the owners. I needed to know who are these people? Who am I going to partner who with? Who are you working with? Yeah. yeah. What What are they really bringing? Does this thing have the promise that I think it does? Are they really full in behind this thing? After meeting them and, and, a, and a number of the people around them, it was like, holy crap, man. Yeah. This is, you know, this is ridiculous. This is, these guys get it. There's
0: a, they're, they're a company that has an awesome culture awesome. In the, oh, man. and this, this, this this interview is in no way meant to be a pitch for not Infusion at all, folks, Not at all. But but what I loved about Infusionsoft, like you said, which is now Keep, and I'll keep referring to it as Infusionsoft sure. because I have that old school mentality. I don't like to change. Right. Um, but what I love about them is I I too had gone out there and taken some of their classes, met some of the management. They're a very open company. Yes. Um, they've got a, a phenomenal HR culture where it's not so much about top down management. Right. Um, they're they're offices are incredible. It's like a giant warehouse with a, a football field in the middle of it. and right. You know, second floor balconies. Uh, but the people who were there seem to love working there. They were the first company I ever, I ever ran into that had uh a, you know, I I talk about VaynerMedia all the time where Claude Silver is their chief hard officer who's actually their head of HR. Mm -hmm. Uh, But Infusionsoft had like a chief dream officer. Yes. And their their Mm -hmm. goal there, one of the things I loved about the company that made it easier for me to get embedded with them was that they had a culture of helping people grow out of the company. Yes. And when you look at the Infusionsoft ecosystem, so many of these other companies have created add-on products, are former employees of the company who were given every right and opportunity to leave to go start their own business yet work alongside the leaders there. Right. And I, I think we talk about culture and vision and mission all those kind of things all the time. Um to see a company like that that's so open minded and and it I embraced it because I've always had that same mentality. Sure. You know, I I love the idea of, you know, you work you work with this organization which just happens to have my name on the shingle. Well, I as as the owner, I work for everybody here. It's my goal to help right. move everybody up the ladder. And sometimes that means moving them out the door. Right, um, right. And, and I, I love getting that opportunity to help people achieve their dreams. So sorry sorry to go down
1: rabbit hole number two. No, but, that's but, quite but, fine. But,
0: but keep going.
1: Yeah, that makes all the sense yeah. in the world. So, I mean, again, bottom line, we we went out there, we met them. We loved what we saw. we We, we saw in them what would become a true partnership. I I came out of big IT, remember? Right. And when I was in corporate America, and I spent about a dozen years playing in there, and then I had my own IT company. So we partnered with all the big IT type hardware manufacturers. Right. None of them gave us the love and respect that we get from this partnership that we got now, and that's why we've stayed with this partnership from 2015. Now it's you know in 2019, and we're still going strong, yep. which is good. It also led us into that next rabbit hole in terms of uh, where our online marketing muscle is going and the split you and I had talked about where the Dean Mercado brand is kind of splitting off from that. And we'll get yeah. into that rabbit yeah. hole and, in a moment. And I,
0: I want to talk about that as well, because I, I've had that same mindset and you're actually helping to push that along for me and help us create the, create the foundation for it. So, sure. Yeah. So um, so you, you're doing this. Who was In the, in the beginning, who was the ideal Client for online marketing muscle?
1: Oh, uh, <laughs> we consider this version 3.0 right now of online marketing muscle. We had the 1.0 days, which was the who the heck do I want to be when I grow up days. Uh, we knew online marketing muscle. We were uh, a pioneer in that industry. Remember, online marketing muscle is 15 years old. Okay. I got laughed at when I created the company by my peers saying, this whole online thing is just a fad. Congratulations! What are you doing? Yeah. <laughs> it's like, what are you crazy? You got so much ability and talent. Why would you just pigeonhole in one little thing? And we saw it, we saw it coming, you know? And so we, we played, we went full in on the whole online marketing muscle thing. So, so that was version one. We were kind of just feeling it out, you know, uh, and trying to figure out who do we want to be when we grow up. And at the time we were even under a different name in the early days, our actual corporation name. And then version 2.0 came along where okay. we really started to kind of figure out who we were and, and what we could, could be doing out there and really honed our product set. Okay. So that version 2.0 is when we transitioned into the online marketing muscle brand, you know, which was only about a year deep into, okay. the, into the company. That first year we made every single Freaking mistake in the book. Isn't that possible? That's that's kind of the goal. We just don't want to admit it. Absolutely. But we did it and we tried to do it fast. You know, (laughs) we we experienced a lot of pain and it was good. You know, it was good. And now I look back on it and I'm like, that's part of what makes us who we are now and who I am now as whether it's as a coach, as an author, as a speaker, as a CEO of a company or companies. You build that, bounda-
0: that foundation based on the struggles and the failures. Absolutely, a- And yeah. you embrace them. And, that, and, I, and then, you know, like you, we, we talk about it, you embrace that failure right. gives you the opportunity to build a wider foundation. Absolutely. And, you know, we always talk about going wide versus deep, but when you talk about foundation, the bigger it is, the more stable you, can, you, you are, the bigger you can build the umbrella on top of it. Sure, um, sure. So you have, you evolve into online marketing muscle. Right. And now let's, let's talk about your transitioning into version 3.0, as you mentioned. Right. So
1: the world of digital marketing, the world of marketing period, the world of small business is evolving. Yes. Every it day. just continuously evolves. So as we looked at where we were going with 2.0 version, it was good. But it, it we felt like we weren't able to really step into our power. We felt like we weren't really uh, focusing enough on the things that mattered. We were kind of all over the place a okay. bit. So with 3.0, it took that, okay, let's go back to the drawing board again. Let's lock ourselves in a room and let's figure out what do we really want? And again, asking yourself, what do you really want 15 years ago? And never asking it again is ridiculous. Right. You know, I'm a little bit older now. I'm a little bit more seasoned. Um, so asking myself that question now is very different. And all the education I've gotten since that point, all the influence of all the clients I've worked with on th- up to that point. Right. So there's a lot that played into that. So with version 3.0, we looked at, you know, as I passed the 50 mark, it was like, you know what? I need this to be easier. This business can't be about me. It needs to be able to function without me. So version 3.0 had everything to do with an exit strategy for Dean. Doesn't mean I'm leaving the company today, but it just means that the company needs to be able to survive and thrive without me personally. Without being dependent on you. Absolutely. So we tried many iterations in version 2.0. We tried bringing on other coaches. We tried bringing on C-level executives. We tried bringing on a lot of different things and it just wasn't clicking. And we were having a hard time figuring out why. Well, with 3.0, we got a lot clearer on what it is. You know, and again, we learned from our own mistakes and our own things as well as our clients. Walk me
0: through that process of, like you said, you started to understand why. Sure. Walk me through that process because this is a lot of what we do on a coaching level, uh, I think. Walk me through that process of what
1: started to give you that clarity. Right. Well, first and foremost, when we built, when my wife and I built Online Marketing Muscle, we had one big thing in mind and that was freedom. It was freedom to do what we wanted, when we wanted, how we wanted to do it. Remember, I came from big corporate America. Yep. I was flying all over the world all the time. There was no time for me, you know, oh, what was me, you know, to create a family and do the things that I really wanted to do. So I knew I had to leave big corporate America because it just wasn't going to get me where I wanted to go personally. Okay. Right. And as my wife and I, who's my business owner as well, my wife and, and so as we evolved, We looked again, once again, at what do we want? You know, so the business was driven a lot by the owners. Okay. What do we want to create here? Why do we want that? What purpose is it going to serve? And do we really want that for us? Or are we just doing what we think everybody else wants us to do? It's a good distinction. Absolutely. So when we step back with version 3.0, 2.0, we felt like we were being pushed around and just a little bit little bit too loose. It's like right in the rapids. Absolutely. Kind of, yeah. And we were like, you know what? As I get a little older, that gets more painful. And as much as I can do it, I don't want to do it anymore like that. There you go. You know, I feel that there's certain things that we're naturally great at. And those are the things that I want to stick by our guns and focus on. So when we looked at our whole service suite, all our product offerings, all our service orders, all getting redone. All completely rebuilt in different ways that actually fit—not only fit us, but fit our market. Okay, as we got a lot clearer on who it is we really want to play with, you know, and that's the way we've always looked at it. It's playing. So, who is it that you are looking
0: to serve and or play with at this point? Right. So, let, I mean, let let's very loosely say, hey, here's your here's your pitch. You get to talk to all of our all of our audience and our followers. Who out there? is the person that should be reaching out to you specifically or someone like you. Because like I said, I don't want this to come across as a sales pitch, but I want people to understand the opportunities of connecting with people who could be of huge help to
1: them. Right. So over the years we've played with many niches, right? And, Cleaning industry being one of them, yep. real estate being another one. Uh, wealth, the wealth uh, niche was a big one for us as well. You spent, uh, you know, I am I'm, I'm looking
0: at the cup that I brought in today. You spent a couple of years yep. working on the restaurant. Restaurants, business
1: as well. I mean, we, we've done a lot with a lot of service <coughs> industries. Yep. And as much as we were being pushed back then by people who were surrounding us, oh, you just got to focus on one vertical niche. No. Yeah. We, we realized that after a while, when you, when you infiltrate a niche, what was happening was once we got through the top 10% of the really forward thinking owners in that niche we really didn't connect with the ones who weren't forward thinking so that became your niche yes so we started looking at that horizontal across many of the service industries now mm-hmm. I'll, I'll i'll iterate right now and say we focus on service based small businesses okay not e-commerce not you know okay. uh we don't want nothing to do it. That doesn't mean that we're not going to take an author, preneur, let's say, and put the ability for someone to buy a book. Right. That's, you know.
0: Oh, full, you know, full disclosure, sure. Tom Keenan, who was, who was one of our first guests here, right. is also a client of yours. Yes. Uh, which is how, you know, I met Tom through you. Right. Uh, and you guys have done an incredible job helping Tom launch his book right. and, his, and his personal brand mm-hmm. site. And not only building the business of Thomas Keenan, but helping Tom build the business of, of his, his, uh, his main company, right? Um, top, uh, class. top Class Installations. Mm-hmm. Thank you very much. Mm-hmm. But you've helped Tom build another vertical for himself, kind of under that umbrella yes. of corporate level Tom Keenan, Inc., for lack of a better term. Sure. To Tom Keenan author, Tom Keenan speaker, Tom Keenan trusted resource, in addition to... Top class, top class installations, right. uh, and and that's something that we've started going down that path a little bit lately as well. And I think it stemmed from my desire to do exactly what we're doing here right now. Uh, and you've given me a lot of clarity on hey, just because you've been in the real estate business for twenty plus years doesn't mean that Dean Miller is defined by real estate. Right. We look at now and say okay, we're we're going to start to build conceptually Dean Miller Incorporated right as the umbrella, and the verticals will be. Dean Miller Real Estate, a division of Dean Miller Inc. Dean Miller, the author, the speaker, the podcast host, right. the, the small business investor, right. uh, to t- touch on all the verticals that I that you've learned over the years. I've got my hands in in thirty different in thirty different cookie jars. Right. Uh, not because I'm greedy. It's just because I I love that, uh, and it's like a good friend of mine, Willie Miranda, and I were texting at about eleven thirty last night, and we talked about it. And, and I said to him, you know, sometimes when I look at it. I've got to get out of that mindset of, hey, I'm the fat guy because that's what I've always been. I've got to own that. I I can be a healthy guy sure. as well. Absolutely. But we were making a joke. He's on his way to Vegas. I'm going out to Vegas in the, in a couple of weeks in September thanks to my darling wife who surprised me with a wonderful tra- a wonderful gift for my early birthday present. Nice. Uh, so, um, you know, we looked at it from the concept of the buffet. You know, if you've right. ever been to Bacchanal, the, the, uh, the buffet at Caesars. Okay. It is the most incredible, one of the most incredible food experiences you can get like that. Mm. Um, I, I saw an interview with the woman who's the executive chef and runs it. You can't walk away from anywhere without having a plate that's completely overloaded if you, if you blank. Right, right, right. you know, and, and that's kind of what my life is like is I don't want to be the glutton, you know, right. that's not my mindset, but I love having options. So when I go to the Bacchanal, I go and I do nine trips. I always come back with just enough on the plate to make it look like a really big French meal, you know? Sure. There's three carrots on it instead of one. Sure, uh, um, but having that ability to overload the plate really pushes me to become a better version of me. Right, uh, and I, I think you guiding me down this path to, uh, you know, taking the advice of a guy like Gary Vaynerchuk and 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 the others who talk about personal branding, and you having that understanding of how to build it and make it all work and tie it all together in the right place has been a huge asset to me and a huge value. And I'm really looking forward to the next 12 to 18 months, that journey of going down that path and sure, you know, hopefully, hopefully putting the infrastructure in place and giving me the time to actually write a book. Right. uh, Which is something that I've always aspired to do. It's going to be a very different book than what I've been talking about. As I think as most people who know me well know in my Evernote, I probably have about 40 years worth of notes. Good. That Mm -hmm. I've taken to write. If you, Again, I'm going to date myself, but remember the TV show Soap?
1: Yeah, of course. How
0: dysfunctional a family yes. that was. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I, I think I have Soap version 2.0, right. but better. Right. We're just talking about my family. And I'll, uh, I'll never publish that because right. even, even if I'm only the last man standing, I couldn't embarrass him with that. But it's right, helped right. me understand that. So uh, rabbit hole number three, four, see so yeah, I've lost track. Right.
1: So where what's the state of online marketing muscle today? we're in build mode or I should say rebuild mode right now, which really excites me Um, as we're, we're really looking to hone in as I mentioned before on what we feel makes us special, what makes us different, what makes us better. And it's not just years and years of experience in this industry. We just freaking know what works now. Right. You know what I mean? So it's like cut through the crap and just do the stuff that works. Right. And, And that's, You know, that's something that's worth something. So when we find that entrepreneur like yourself, like Tom, you know, that thinks a certain way and understands that that we all got to come from a space of abundance. Mm -hmm. Right. And it's not so much that because I want it all for myself. It's because we like we're creators. Right. We can create. We can add value by our ability to create, whether that be create jobs, whether that be create new understandings, whether that be create new solutions, whatever it is. Yeah. As an entrepreneur, we create. It's part of what we do. I love it. So, uh, you know, as we look at that for our online marketing muscle, it was getting difficult to create when we were focused on 25 different offerings. Okay. Right. So dumbing down the business. to the minimal offerings. You know, we looked at everything we were offering and we said, okay, which ones are actually producing for us? Which ones do where's that cross section between what we love, what our clients love, and what's actually working? And what yeah, where you can be of help. Right. So we took those things and we put them together and we're in process now of releasing the three new products in the in the marketing automation space. And the three new products in the web design space. Okay. So those are the two big areas that we're playing in. Now we see marketing automation and web design being like this. Right. They have to cross paths. They They got to be linked together. So it's, you know, our introductory products in the web design space don't include automation yet. Not real automation. But as you move deeper into the offerings we have, it does because it has to. So when a website, somebody comes to your website, you need to know who was there. You gotta have a way of capturing them. Right. You gotta have a way of following up and following through. And communicating with that and providing them the information Absolutely. that they come there to look for. And the key is is really personalizing yeah. that follow-up and that follow through. Anything less than that, folks, is irresponsible. Yeah. And as and, a business. And, owner. and more
0: often than not, it's an absolute waste of time, it effort, is. and money. It is. You you,
1: you know. just you just you're hogging
0: space for no reason. You're preaching to the choir. I mean, I've uh, and I've suffered through all of that over the years, and and it's part of what I love about working with you is that you're helping me skim away all that, all that noise, that yeah. rust that's on the outside to get to the key of what we're doing. Um, and it it really, I you know, as. As a former wannabe athlete, I've always looked at coaching and saying it's the most valuable thing in the world. And sure. if you look at any successful athlete, they've got coaches from beginning to end. Sure. But you look at the most successful businesses out there and they've had mentors and coaches throughout their, their whole process. You bet. Um, So I don't think people should ever have a fear of that. I think, I think coaching and having that guide, that mentor, we talk about Donald Miller all the time and the guide. That's why Yoda's sitting on the desk here, you know, having the guide so that someone else can be the hero of the story, but you, you've been a value, valuable asset. And, you know, in my 20 plus years in real estate, I've had at least one coach. um, I would say for 95% of that time. Right. And as a result, it's what's helped me grow, improve, it's also caused me some failures. You True. know, I've had some major setbacks in my career. Those were the greatest opportunities. And then that opportunity became the coach for me. Hey, you did this knucklehead. What right. what, what? did you break? Not right. what broke. What did you break along the way? Uh, and a coach has always been there to help lift, lift you up and, Absolutely. and put you in that right path.
1: Yeah, To okay. not say you have to do this, but to help you evaluate Absolutely. why you need to pivot. Well, the right coach is going to help you understand yourself. Yeah, It's going to help you find your path You know, in the marketing world, we call it, we've coined a phrase called your unique marketing recipe. So it's that coach is going to help you find what your recipe is. And your recipe is not the same as my recipe. It's not the same as that company or that company. We all bring different skills, strengths, um, and we have different audiences to the table. When you combine all of those variables, it's about finding the thing that makes the most sense. Yep. As opposed to saying, "Well, so and so is doing this, and it, you know, they say it's working for them." Remember, folks, misery loves company, <laughs> and they're always they're always going to tell you that things are oh, they're so wonderful and fabulous because they want you to do the same mistakes right. they're doing. They they want they want to hang. In it validates the- them, yeah. you know. Um, we cut through that crap. Yep, it's as simple as that. You know, online marketing muscle and the Dean Mercado brand. Even though we're going like this, there's a lot of cross-pollination between the two, you know? So we took the business coaching out of the online marketing muscle vein. Okay. So when we do with online marketing muscle and we work with our clients as online marketing muscle, they are still getting strategy and coaching, but it's not formalized. Right. It's part of the process. Yeah. yeah. It's not to the degree, like, what's your vision? Right. What's your mission? And what's I was your, just you know, going to say, it's, it's not it's, that stuff. It's
0: coaching on the process that they're involved in at the moment. Right. And I'm glad you you opened up that, that door because that's where I wanted to go next. Sure. One of the things I love from the coaching side with you is that you've really done a great job of helping me understand what's our vision, what's our mission, understanding right. the meaning behind our core values. And, sure. And you, clearly you do it well with a lot of people because Tom wrote an entire book on it. Right, right literally wrote wrote right. a book on it. Maybe not awesome. the book, but definitely the book for right now. Absolutely. I'm I'm already going through it a second time, kind of taking notes. Yeah, it rocks. We're we're in the process uh, you know, we talked about Infusionsoft and they had, right. they, when you walked into their offices, they had a, a giant double door that had a picture of Mount Everest on it and right, they had right. their Everest mission. Right, And they set their timeframe to say what were their goals. And you and I have talked about it and we've kind of come up with this concept of the lighthouse mission. Right, We're here on Long Island, they're everywhere. It, it relates to us. You bet. Um, and I kind of had mine mapped out a little bit, but I wasn't living it. And then, I don't know if it was our last meeting or the one prior to it, Right. But we sat down for two and a half, three hours and talked about this is where we have to go. And having that for me, the visual of the lighthouse makes perfect sense. You bet. Going up the circular staircase, there's the occasional window. You might have to throw some trash out and lighten the load to get a little bit higher. But you also might have to get some more help to push you up that up that staircase to get to the top. Um, And and I'm already looking at it saying, okay, we're going to redefine these numbers and come up with a very clear uh, strategy that's not only attainable, but pushes us beyond that. Right. Right. Uh, because I think if you look at it, say, all right, our goal is to do 10 deals this year and 20 next year and 40 the next that, that doesn't work. Right. Uh, but when we look at the big picture, you did a great job helping me with the understanding of saying, what's the big picture mission for my real estate company. And that's to have a positive impact on 10,000 families in 10 years. Excellent. And the minute we put it out there, Half the real estate industry was looking at me saying, you've got some set of cojones to think that you can do a thousand transactions in a year. And that's when I said, there's my differentiator. I now know who gets it and who doesn't. Right. We're not in it to sell 10,000 homes. If it becomes a byproduct of what we choose to do, that's fantastic. Absolutely. Because it helps us do more of what's going to get us to that point, which is the things that drive me. I want nothing more than to be able to start an organization that gets homeless veterans off the street. Right. I would, I can't just walk out there and say, Hey, you know, homeless vet, come on. I got a house for you. I got an apartment for you. I've got to build that infrastructure to get to the point. So our goal is to say, how many houses can we sell a year so that we can contribute financially that we can control a business that gives us the time to go out there and do these things right. and make a difference because money is a wonderful thing, especially it when it comes to charity. Mm-hmm. But in many cases, time is more important than the actual money. Right. You need somebody to go out there and do it. You can't just go raise a hundred million dollars and say, Hey, we solved the problem. Exactly. Someone's got to go find the people, exactly. build the infrastructure, build the organization. Um, so, you know, you really opened my eyes up in, in a way that, help me understand me a lot better. Sure. Uh, and we're still working on that. And over the next couple of weeks, we'll, we'll ha- hopefully have that uh, written up well enough so that we could visualize it and look at it every day. And I would look at one of the walls and say, where are we, where are we painting that in the wall you right can. now? Because I need to see it every day. Absolutely. But so does everybody who joins our company. Right. You know, and they've got to be on board with that. That's our, that's our mission. And how we're going to get there, being our vision, you've helped us us, uh, do that. We still have some work on that. Uh, And then the core values part of it. I mean, we're going through version 2.0 of that for our company right now. Sure. uh, Because we came up with three good ones. Right. But over the year and a half that we kind of had been working off the back of them, I realized there was more to it. And one of them actually had to be tweaked because I, as the owner of the company, was living two and a half of them. Right, right. And if we're going to run a company, and everybody in the organization can't live to the core values, then they can't be part of the organization. Unfortunately, yeah, I, I mean, I can fire myself, but then the company goes away. Um, and I've had that thought from time to time. Uh, so you know, who's, you, who's the biggest? Who's the
1: biggest hole in the boat? parking lot? You're that looking. thought, because yeah. that is a possibility down the road. But yep. first, you got to build the team, systems, and yep. controls that you need into this process. Perfectly, you know, you want it's part of your exit strategy. Yep. You want an exit strategy that allows you. To step out, right? And yeah. backfill with people who could do it better, faster, cheaper than you. Yep. And that is possible. Yeah. But it starts with what you were just saying. It starts with a vision. Yep. It's, Very clear. It, it's always amazing to me when I step in and I have a conversation with a small business owner and they really are not clear on what they want and why they want it. And and that was me. Right. And and the the key to that is why they want it. Right. Cause everybody says what they think everybody else wants to hear them say, Oh, well I want to do that. I'm going to make a million dollars yeah. in one year. Well, why yeah. do you have any idea what it takes to run a million dollar business in that niche, in any niche, in really? that business type. <laughs> yeah. You know what it's like to run a business of that size. You know, what makes you think that that's a good fit for you? Right. You know, have you spoken to people who do that and have done that, been there, done that. If you haven't, usually I'll tell people, Hey, Maybe you want to, let's take a step back for a moment. Yeah, you got to dig in and figure yeah, out. Yeah, let's dig our heels in a little bit. Let's figure yeah. out what you really want. Because if the why isn't there, it's not going to happen. You know, you,
0: you, you talk and it, it just constantly reminds me, I listened to everything you, you talked about probably the previous 10 minutes. Right. You introduced me a book to a book called Essentialism by a guy by the name of Greg, mm-hmm. Mc, Greg McEwen, I think mm-hmm. his name is. Mm-hmm. And it sounds to me like you've taken that book and applied almost all of it to the new phase of your own company. Right. And, and I've, I've read it. Um, I've read it once. I listened to it on audiobook once. And it's very much in line with uh, Gary Keller's The One Thing, you those bet. kind of books. Mm-hmm. Strip things back, what's ultimately most essential. And I think that's one of the most massively underlooked parts of any business. Right. Is that people go in and say, this is what we do. And they've got the big bubble. Right. When in reality, you just need to focus on doing one thing really well so that you can do many things and serve many people. And I go down that path because I've been listening to some of the highlights of some of the previous episodes to try to get better at what I'm doing here with the podcast. Mm -hmm. And I found that I contradicted myself in two different episodes with two different guests Right, where I was interviewing one who's a commercial real estate broker. And we talked about literally staying in your lane. Right. And then I talked to someone else who's in the network marketing world and we talked about knowing your lane, but being able to weave in and out of traffic. Sure to A, get bigger, faster, stronger, if right. you have to get in the left lane or get in the right lane to slow down, to take opportunities and look at the things around you to find new opportunities. Right, right. So it's, it's a challenge, to, to me, that's a challenging mindset of the whole lane thing. Um, but I, I really do believe that you've got to just find as many opportunities as you can and improve on them or then throw them out. Like I said, going up the staircase in the lighthouse. Sometimes you just got to throw stuff out the window. Right. You
1: know, we don't want to litter, we don't want to litter, but we'll put a dumpster at the bottom of each of the windows kind right, of thing. Right. So. I mean, this part of the challenge we all have as entrepreneurs now, as small business owners now, there's so much distraction. Yes. There is so much going on around this. There are so many opportunities. When you're an entrepreneur, keep this in mind, folks, the brain doesn't shut down ever. You know, and I walk around and I see an opportunity everywhere. It's about training your brain to be able to, Release some of that to, to, you know, that bright, shiny object syndrome, not allowing yourself to be wrapped up in that, you know, allowing yourself to really do proper diligence with whatever it is you said you want to do and why. So if I truly want to accomplish something specific or like in your case with the the 10,000, put 10,000 people in homes or whatever it is, right? If you focus on doing that, there's a good shot you'll do it. If you're allowing yourself to go like this with every single bright, shiny object, and you end up down this rabbit hole that way, Mm -hmm. chances of you accomplishing what you said you truly want go down significantly. Now, if you tie that in your mind to being able to, uh, if I do that for 10,000 people, that's going to enable me to open up this not-for-profit that I want to create, right? That's going to drive you even more now your why has really gotten strong and it's going to propel what you're doing. And it becomes bigger than the individual. Absolutely, it becomes bigger yeah. than you yeah. because it's not about you, right? It's right. about something bigger than yeah. that. So, and again, when I defined before and I said that top 10% of the people across service industries, this is what I'm talking about. Do you see how you're thinking? Yeah. Do you see where your mind goes? That's the kind of person I look for and i could smell it a million miles away. Yeah. I've trained myself to smell it. Yep. So it's i notice it, i recognize it. It it doesn't take it's not that difficult let's put it that way to see if you're looking for it. Yeah. Right? And i am looking right. for it, it.
0: Because you have a, you have a clear you have a very clear understanding of who it is. Correct. And while it comes in different shapes and colors Correct. and sizes, At the heart of it, you kind of have
1: that, that x-ray vision that
0: lets you see through it to find out where it is.
1: So, you know, and speaking of heart, that's part of what I look for. You know, I'm looking for that person who, uh, and that person who leads a company and that person has that right heart, you know, not just a bold heart, but a good heart, a giving heart, a loving heart. My personal values, my personal core values is where a lot of this had stemmed from Mm -hmm. to love, to create, and to learn, to love, to create, and to learn. Right, so I can sense that when somebody's coming from a space of love and they're trying to create something better for everybody, that's the kind of person I want to connect with. That's the kind of person I'm looking to help. Yeah. But when they're when they're out there for you know it's for me, it's about me, it's mine, 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 all mine. Right. These yep. little bugs, Bunny. <laughs> we like we, we use a lot of bugs, Bunny <laughs> <laughs> references yeah, when absolutely. we talk. <laughs> so you know, if 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 I see that, and I could usually recognize it pretty early on. And part of the reason why is if the log in more than 10,000 hours coaching small business owners, I could smell crap when I see it and I could see right through it, you know? Um, So with that kind of training makes it easier. So it's again, with the 3.0 version, Mm -hmm. this all factors into it. You know, I know who I want to play with and I've actually, whether my, Best clients know it or not. I've trained them to help me find those people. Right. You know they know who I'm looking yeah. for when they when they say, "Well, who are you looking for?" I say, "Well, look in the mirror, Dean. Yep, there you are. Yeah. Tell me who's exactly like you. Who thinks like you. Whose heart is in that same spot. Who's looking to really make a difference for the right reasons. All right. And not just to line their pockets with cash. Right. Not that there's anything wrong with money. Oh, as listen, long as. You know, they're a good person. They'll do good things with that money. Right. And that's what we're looking for.
0: That's why, you know, I've I've tried to refer several people to you for work, some who you've worked with and and have gone away. Right. Um, And it's helped me learn more about those people as well. Sure. uh, In some cases. And I've got some other people who have come to me and said, I know what this guy's doing for you. Can he do it for me? And I've looked at several of them and said, I could see you making it work. Sure. And then we talk more about it and they have whatever reasons they have or have not for reaching out to you. I have others who I say it would it would just be a waste of time, effort, and money. Sure. Um, and knowing you the way that I know you, I don't want to send you a bad client because you're not the kind of person who's just going to take a paycheck yeah, and go exactly. through the
1: motions. Well, I appreciate you that know? and it's, you're exactly um, right.
0: And, and I think it makes it easier because- uh, you know, I, on the real estate side, I've had clients that just weren't in line with who I was and what I did and why I did Absolutely. it. And the minute you sign that document, all of a sudden you're at each other's throats constantly. Right. Um, I am not adverse to firing a client, but I look at it and say, if I'm put in that position where I have to fire them, I probably screwed something up along the way. You know, so it, it's, it's nice to be able to evolve and understand that and be able to say no. Right. You know, come from a position of right. plenty. Um,
1: And And it's it's not necessarily that you screwed up. It's more along the lines of you evolved. Uh, Yeah. And what you know today is different than what you knew even yesterday. Right. Right. Right? So, and that's all of us. We're all continuously evolving.
0: I had a conversation with one of my newer agents last night and we were texting. And then all of a sudden we get on the phone. It's about nine o'clock at night. She says to me, I want to do this. And I said, great. These are, these are the things you, the steps you have to take to move along in the process. And to get where you're looking to go, wherever you looking to go. And in this case, we were talking about a specific transaction. So she's got to get this one client into the new place, get them in and settled, be happy, and then right. ride off into the sunset.
1: Right, the right. guide, not,
0: not the hero. Right, right. And she asked a million questions. And she says, well, what if they do this instead of that after we ask them to do this? I said, then you have to look at them very clearly and say, this is the way that we discussed it. This is the way that we said, this is what we're going to provide for you. If you need something outside of that, that's not within the parameters of what we're doing for you. Right. So you have a choice. You can go completely make the left turn off a a crazy street and let them run the show. Or you can be the professional and say, we have two choices. Get back on the path or thank you for your time. You've got to go. You bet. And as a new agent, as somebody new in any business, to be told... Stop, go back and start all over again. Could be terrifying. You bet. You know, because we are in a transactional business. You don't get paid until you've succeeded. Sure. You actually don't get paid until well after you succeeded in this in this business. Um, but it, it was nice to hear her say, okay, I could learn to not have a problem with that. Wasn't the perfect answer, but at least acknowledging it and being self-aware enough to say, hey, sometimes you just got to rip the bandaid off, sit down, you know have your pity party for a minute and then get right back out there and do it. Right. Again. right. So. Exactly. So let's go down a slightly different path. You bet. Uh, the Mind Stretch, 49 Inspiring Insights for Business Breakthroughs. We're going uh, to have a bunch of copies of this that I'm going to give away to some of our, our viewers. Uh, we'll put instructions in the comments. So we're going to do some on the podcast when we actually release this to the podcast world in a couple of weeks. We'll also send a couple out to some of our viewers here on Facebook, on, on, uh, Facebook Live. And I'll give you instructions in a, in a later post. Tell me about, let, let's start here. Tell me
1: about the book. And why you chose to write it. Okay. (laughs) I can, let me preface it by saying it was the most amazing and rewarding experiences in my entire professional career. You know, that's just the preface to Being the author. Yes. Going through that process. In this case. co-author. Correct. Right. So I had a lot of knowledge that I built up over time and I happened to have bumped into another coach and we knew of each other but we really didn't connect ever and knew really get to connect and talk and we connected and we sat down and we had a conversation one day and this was a guy who's probably about 20 years my senior and uh you know so we got together we sat down and we talked and it was like we just resonate you know our hearts were in the same place our heads were in the same place he had a tremendous amount of wisdom available as I did as well. And when we sat down and we started to collaborate and share that wisdom, we were like, we've got to do something, man. We've got to write something, you know, um, we've got to come up with what whatever it's going to be. So we decided to move forward with co-authoring a book. Now
0: you and Barry were not in any kind of business relationship no, at that point. You just we kind of crossed paths out in the world and, and had commonality. Right. I love so it, it.
1: was kind of like, I was, I had a booth at a trade show event and he was walking the floor and he stopped by my booth and he's like, Hey, you're Dean. Right. And I'm like, Hey, I know you too. You know, it was like one of those kind of things. It's like, which everybody's been telling us we need to connect. And this is long before the right. insane social media world that we that live in correct. right now. So both he and I were avid networkers okay. who were out there hitting the pavement, you know, networking like crazy back in the early days. So when we determined we needed to do something and, and more specifically the book then became the arduous process of actually writing a book. Right. So, um, and there's a lot to it, but I could tell you, we spent the better part of meeting together probably twice a week for maybe an hour and a half, two hours each time for about a year and a half. Okay. You know, just swapping stories, swapping ideas. We took a thousand page book and boiled it down to a hundred. Because we knew that um, we were stepping into a a new generation that was like, uh, as I say, just get to the point. So what's the point? You know, some of us don't want to read 400 pages of a story to get to the nugget. Yep. The one nugget. A lot of books written. No offense to the authors. Are one nugget, 300 pages. 300 pages later. You know, and it's just like the mind stretch was developed by two coaches who. Really, as we would say, what is this? Is this a manual for coaching? It kind of is. Okay. So uh, it goes into, there's a chapter on mi- on mindset. There's a chapter on vision. There's a chapter on sales. I mean, there's, it covers a lot of things, right. but it covers them in small bites. Okay. So in the coaching that I deliver, I use a tremendous amount of this. I'll take an insight from here and that'll drive a session. So if I'm looking for, let's say, we need to establish vision for you. I would come into here and I'd look up the section on vision and I would find just the right bite I'm looking for. And that would be the basis of a conversation, you know, and to figure out where do we go with that. I've I've noticed that in our
0: work together, I read, I read the book about a year. I want to say a year, maybe a little bit more. Um, And mentally I refer back to it. Um, But I kind of inside, I get the chuckle and I'm like, I I watch in, in our work how you basically are just running me through the book like it's a revolving door. We just go in chapter to chapter kind of, and yeah, around it's, at, at times.
1: Right. Uh, but and but that's right. what I love about it is that you have that structure. So continue, Absolutely. Please. I mean, and I do it without thinking because it's ingrained in me now. So it's like, I know that a small business without a vision, good luck. I also know that if the owner's mindset's not in the right place, good luck, right? So those are two big chunks. I also know that a small business that doesn't have a specific and purposeful focus on sales, good luck. You know, that sales being the lifeblood of a company. So it's the intent of this book was to boil down all those nuggets that Barry and I had picked up over the years and put them into something with a little bit of structure. A little bit of a template. Right. And in the back, giving them an exercise that they could take any one nugget and apply the one template in the back And it helps them expand on it in their business. So it's it's not it's not a book that's meant to be read cover to cover and say, oh well, this is just a bunch of bullet points. Right. It's a read one bullet point and sit on that for a day. Not not to demean it, but it's
0: it's a series of smaller, very well focused. I don't want to say pamphlets, but you know, chapters. Each chapter can live on its own. Absolutely. Um, it it, you put it in a in a logical order for the big picture. But in my opinion, this is not the kind of book that should be sat down and read cover to cover. Oh, no, it should not. be read. And then you step out and you do the exercises of evaluating what you read, mm-hmm. how it applies to you, where you need to take action and do it. Take the action, go back, fly through the same chapter again, adjust, adapt and move on. Right. And never forget about what you did there and then start to work into the next phase. Absolutely. So it's not, it's not so much. A, B, C, D, it's, it's like a Venn diagram. Everything's always overlapping. Right. Uh, and I think once you do start to, I don't think we ever master a hundred percent of it. Right. Because evolution happens. Right. Right. But I think over the course of time, as you start to embrace all of it and embrace the power that comes from it, that area of intersection in the Venn diagram tends to become bigger and bigger. Right. Right. And it's, it's kind of like uh, Napoleon Hill's Think and Grow Rich, where he talks about the power of the mastermind where I can sit here and be smart. You and I can sit here and be twice as smart. But if we put a third person in the room or a fourth person, we're not three times or four times smart. It's where you start to see that exponential growth. Exponential. Where the third and the fourth and the fifth make you 10, 100,000 times smarter as a unit. Exactly.
1: So, <clears throat> so, so yeah. continue. So this is meant to stimulate. That's all this is. Yeah. This isn't, a, this isn't meant to entertain, right? There's a difference of why this book was written any one of the chapters as you mentioned could have been their own book we could have brought in all yep. the stories and the entertainment that's not what it was meant for it was meant to stimulate stimulate dialogue stimulate conversation stimulate growth uh a lot of times we'll tell people if they're getting coaching make sure your coach has read this yeah right and 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 use it with them yep have them walk you through and say and pick any single topic in here like boom communicate clearly and as bullet points yeah. on what we mean by that and, and how to, how to move that
0: forward. It's funny you say that in, in my travels and my experience, I've met a lot of different coaches in different industries sure. and you know, some in athletics and, and some in business and some in, in, in very specific niches. Uh, and when I, when, when we, you confirmed that you were coming in. I immediately thought about the book and I said, I've got two coaches in particular who I don't work with, but I know well. Right, right. Uh, one I had worked with in the past and he decided to go a different direction. And the other one, uh, she she and I never connected on a work level uh, as far as client relationship, but we did a lot of stuff together kind of in one-offs and side meetings. Um, and I immediately thought, I said, all right, I got to, I got to buy a dozen copies of the book because I don't ever want anything for free. I appreciate your time and I want to support what you're doing. Um, but immediately I said, these two people have to get a copy of this book and why the hell did I think about it six months ago. Right. Uh, but I already have two of the mailing labels written out saying, all right, you're going to go onto Instagram. You're going to do the things I need you to do in order to qualify for it. And you're Same going to you get, like- you're going to get the first two copies. Um, because I think from a coaching standpoint, this is a good manual for that as well. It's how to stimulate your, your, uh, your coaching clients to take action for themselves because too many people in the coaching world on the receiving end just want to be told what to do or how to do it and not care about why. And you become zombies. You just go through the motions. And that's where you see coaching clients bounce from program to program to program. And I could, I couldn't even begin to tell you how many people I know who've done that. And right. in, in 19, 20 years of being coached in a real estate business, I've watched hundreds of people bounce to other programs and then come to me and say, Hey, this one's even better. You got to come here. You got to come here. You got to come here. I've never bounced from programs I've evolved into or out of, uh, and some of those programs kind of hit an end. Um, so you've got to move on. So I've, I've been blessed to work with one of the biggest coaching companies in in real estate in, in the world. Uh, and when I hit that wall, Fortunately for me, one of the guys who helped get me over the first hurdle had left to start his own company. Mm-hmm. And he started towards the end of where we finished. So there was that overlap. Um, and he kind of had this, you know, a good guy by the name of Brian Moses. He kind of had this mentality. He's a guy who's been through the Tony Robbins world and worked worked as, as a volunteer and as an employee in that world. Excellent. Knew how to go through those phases. So mm-hmm. uh, as a potential coaching client, you need to vet the coaches. No doubt. You know, that interview process very clearly has to openly work both ways. Absolutely. Uh, And it really goes the same for anything. I mean, in sales, I sit, I sit down with someone who's looking to sell a house. I'm interviewing them just as much as they're interviewing me. You got to have that understanding of this is, go back to my comment about, about my agent interview. Um, There's going to come a time where in that interview process, someone's going to say no. Right. And both parties have to make a decision. Right. Right. So how are we looking at time, Corey? You got it. So I, I don't want to keep you any longer than, than we, we agreed to. Uh, so let's start to wrap. Um, so you've got Deanmercado.com.: Yes. Which is your personal brand and. Right. And a so lot of to, what to you're doing. To make that
1: clearer real quick in a nutshell. Yep. Version 2.0 of online marketing hustle <laughs> had a tremendous amount of coaching being done in it as a revenue stream. For the business. Right. The problem was it was very difficult for us to scale it the way we wanted to scale it. Okay. So we tried and we just didn't like where it was going. So version 3.0 of online marketing muscle does not have Dean as the coach in it. So the 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 conversation and the coaching is more specific to marketing automation, okay. not towards business growth and development, not towards working with small business owners. And
0: that, that doesn't mean that the coaching and online marketing muscle client is getting is any less oh, than no. it was before. It's just
1: really hyper focused. I was
0: going to say it actually yeah. is probably better. Yeah. It will without be. it being primarily Absolutely. on your plate because you have you can now partner Absolutely. up with these these your your other employees who are doing this for you to bring more value. Exactly. And then the Dean Mercado that people may seem to want to get to just continue to put more and more value on the top level of that.
1: Absolutely. increases more the value. Yes. And with the the Dean Mercado brand, it allows me to butterfly into who I'm supposed to become. Exactly. Right. So we have our own coaching programs that are going on over there. And Online Marketing Muscle can continue to focus and offer what they offer, you know. And yes, I'm still the CEO of Online Marketing Muscle at this point. Uh, Who knows for how long? You know, I love what I do there. So it's... I you know I enjoy having my hand in that, but I also love the Dean Mercado side. I love it a lot, and I didn't start out as a coach. It got thrust upon me by our clients. Right. They kept asking for it. Default. Absolutely, yep. they were asking for it, asking for it, asking for it. So, um, I it became like a natural kind of evolution, right? But we didn't want online marketing muscle becoming dominated by it, which is what it was happening. You know, so time to them. separate them out. Absolutely. The coaching part probably was holding back the growth of. Oh, the other. definitely yeah. was without a doubt. So, yeah. So we feel really good about the two different companies now two, de- two different companies. They have everything is different about them. And it's almost like having
0: children. And I use the same reference in a previous episode, just because you separated them doesn't mean anyone is less. They're actually both they, you're you're yeah. going to get the same amount of exactly. love that, that the other one is and getting. And they could
1: step into their own yeah. power now, which is what we're looking for. I, I, I'm, thank you for saying that because I yeah. was trying to think of the phrase and, then,
0: and you, you Absolutely. wrote it out perfectly.
1: So we, we feel that uh, we're, we're in a great position right now to really accomplish the things we want to accomplish for those we want to accomplish them with. So, and you got, um, and you'll, and you'll have the capacity as
0: a result to help that many more people who absolutely you definitely can make that connection absolutely. with. Absolutely, good for so, you. So, yeah,
1: we're really excited. Yeah. It's good. Listen,
0: to- I'm, I'm happy to be part of that world with you. I'm, I'm very grateful for all the things that you've done for me. While you have at times slowed my business growth down because I was running way too far ahead of myself, mm-hmm. it's always been for the right reasons. And all I right. look at it and say, when I take that half a step back with that deep breath, Say, I really don't want to do this but I do and when right. you know y- you do a good job of holding me accountable to myself right um and not everybody needs that I I think more people need it than they want I think to we admit all do. But yes, we all do. But too many people don't want to admit it. That's, exactly. that's part of it. Exactly. So I truly appreciate everything you you've done for me. I mean, I I look at your systems and 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 how you leverage things, and we talk about our hiring processes, and it's so much more than just run an ad, interview somebody, put them in a chair, teach them, move on, next, next, next. Right. <clears throat> you've done a great job there. You've done a great job structuring and organizing. Uh, our internal systems and how we track and document things. And I can't thank you enough for that because I'm actually using them on a much more regular basis now. Mm -hmm. Uh, So when you start getting emails that say, Hey, Dean Miller made updates to the Dropbox Dropbox, just know that I'm doing my job much better. You know, and and the whole concept behind your unique marketing recipe, I think are three simple systems that people should definitely learn, go out of their way to learn more about. Yeah. Um, So as, as we wrap, Let's talk about that. How can people find out more about what you're doing um, on it on every end? Uh, you know, DeanMercado.com is is the website which is kind of the hub for all things you do.
1: Right. It's it's and, the Dean Mercado Company. That's yeah. you're gonna find all the coaching elements over yep. there. And then there's the OnlineMarketingMuscle.com, and you'll find all of our marketing stuff over there. Yeah.
0: And if you want to learn about what Dean does and does really really well. Go to his sites and put yourself through his machine if you think he's a good fit to help you out or you want to learn more because you will watch over time how much you go out of your way to not only build a great, build uh, build a relationship, but to build a great relationship that runs deep. Absolutely. Um, He is a man of constantly adding value. Of constantly communicating, providing to people in ways that they want to be provided to. It's like we always say the key to communication is you got to understand how people want to be communicated with. Yeah, you bet. Um, And you do a great job of having people who come to your sites to understand what you do and you give them the opportunity to get out of it exactly what they want as long as they're open-minded. Excellent. You yes. know? And I I, I, think that's, I think that's a good way to put it. If you have anything else to add to that, let me know. Sure. Uh, because right. it helps me understand me a little bit better.
1: Right. I, I think the bottom line is everybody's got to check it out for themselves. Come visit my sites. Yes. Connect with me on Facebook. You'll find I have yep. the the Dean Mercado uh, official page on Facebook, as well as a page for online marketing muscle. Uh, We run groups on Facebook. So there's all kinds of stuff going on. If you want me, I'm everywhere. You could find me pretty easy. As long as you know how to spell my name. That's it. And (laughs) spell the name. It's
0: on the book if you're lucky enough to get one. But M-E-R-C-A-D-O. And if you haven't noticed, I like guys named Dean, which is one of the reasons why Dean and I connected. Um, Dean, I want to thank you so much for your time. Thank you. Um, We're going to put some messages together. We're going to share this with your audience. You'll have copies of all this to share as, as well. Uh, so please feel free to leverage it in any way possible that to benefit to you. I want to thank you a for for coming in, but more importantly, I want to thank you for being the person that you sure. are uh, and being being the guide in my process for me, uh, and doing what I feel is a fantastic job. And based on the results we're starting to to get with where we're going now, uh, I, I see. My business is having such a longer lifespan, which is important to me. Absolutely. But being able to have a positive impact on so many more people. Awesome. So I wanted to thank you so much for everything that you do, everything you bring to the table for me and for, for joining us today. Ladies and gentlemen, Dean Mercado, OnlineMarketingMuscle.com, DeanMercado.com. Check him out, give him some love, uh, like, comment, and share. Help us bring you the best quality information uh, and education and entertainment maybe that we can by telling us what you want more of. Um, we look forward to to more episodes. I look forward to Corey chopping this one up and creating some magic <laughs> out of it. Um, and I just want to thank you all so much for tuning in depending on where you're seeing this, a like, a subscribe, a comment, a review are the keys to us Absolutely. helping grow this and expand. So please take two minutes. I can't thank you enough for it. Thank you all so much for tuning in. Have a fantastic day. Go make a difference for somebody else today. Thanks again.